that's absolutely fine. How you doing today? Welcome to the show, man. It's been a minute. Yeah, man, it's been a been a long time. Are we starting? Are we, is this? Are we going right now? Is right on, right on, okay. dude. No, man, good. To, it's good to uh, to see your face, hear your voice. It's been a long time. I want to say it's been since what, like uh, at least six months, right? Mm. All of that. Possibly. Are you swigging vodka out of the bottle? Yeah, right to the dome. That's how I roll on a Sunday. <laughs> well, it's like, you know, it's already eight <laughs> o'clock over there. I don't blame you. I do the same thing last night. As a matter of fact, I, uh, speaking of which, I got a new favorite beer. I don't, I don't pay me anything yet, but, uh, it's, I found it in San Diego. It's the stuff is delicious, dude. It's, it's, it's made in San Diego and it's like a Mexican style lager. And I thought I'd crack one open and, and, and cheers you because we got a lot to talk about. A lot of good news happening over here. And, uh, yeah. I see you're now a uh, award-winning Oscar-caliber actor over there. No, uh, on your on your Crown show. So tell us, tell me about that before we get into the other shit. Oh, uh, that was just a little news reporter reader thingy that I always seem to book. You know how it is. So you do uh, get a lot of that. You do get a lot of like news guy. Yeah, that's my uh, that's my bag apparently. So. Um, yeah, I've just been leaning into that, man. Why not? So I do the Who News, uh, news you probably won't remember next week show, uh, YouTube and XD now. And that's, that's pretty much what's up. So. Oh, right on, right on. Oh, um, since we forgot, I'm Jonas Garvin, by the way. I don't know if your listeners know who I am or your watchers or your viewers. But, uh, um, just in case you have me confused with a pro wrestler or some guy that played tow truck driver number six. Um, Ram Ram Jam, yeah, exactly. Black Betty Ram Balam. That's a great song. Um, so how's things been going over there, man? I mean, what's going on? Things reopening? What's going on? Uh, life Life is back to normal over here. That's uh, really that's that's pretty much is what it is. Yeah, everything's pretty much back to normal over here. But you know, it's uh, it's it's slowly slowly going back to one hundred percent. They still make you try to you know. Uh, you know, you wear your masks here and there, but um, pretty much normal. Everyone's got their vaccine option, I think, now. Even uh, the 20 year olds, I believe, are eligible at some point this month. So, yeah. oh, that reminds me, I, I got mine. I got my second shot a while ago. So, if I leave in the middle of this taping, it's because I've been, my microchip has been activated and I've been summoned to the mm. Hollywood Hills to eat, to eat babies. Um, or I have to go to the Bill Gates work farm. One of the two. So if we if we can't do the full hour and I'm magically um, and I, I had to give away all my guns too, uh, stuff like that. So um, so if we're interrupted, you guys know the microchip activated and uh, I'm now uh, digging potatoes for Bill Gates and uh, at least you're serving a purpose. Serving babies that's, to Joe Biden. Yeah, it's worthwhile. You know, it's for a good cause. You know. Yeah, you know, it's just it's, it's been crazy, and I, I don't know if we really had a chance to talk to it too, but like the past year has shown me um, like, you know, there's all, there's idiots everywhere. Um, but it showed me the past, actually past, you know, year and two, three months, whatever, since this whole thing started. Um, I've realized just how many people I know personally, I'm not talking about social media friends, you know, people that you've never met, but like, I'm talking mm -hmm. about people that I know personally. Right. This last year has shown me one, just how stupid fucking some of them are. And uh two just how like racist they are i'm like wow dude i'm like i'm like i tell some racial jokes in my act but like like you motherfuckers are straight up fucking racist dude like um it's been crazy like the past year like just really people have been showing their, their true, true colors and their 
stupidity and well and that's it's all good. Like, it's good wow, to, let's man. get get to know where they are it airs it know? out and now for the airing of grievances <laughs> it's um, good to know where they know, are. but right but uh it's like wow dude like i i didn't know you were were that stupid um yeah well did you hear they had not too long ago in huntington i think it was a couple uh you know huntington beach i i call it hesperia by the sea because a bunch of rednecks down there and um they had a a white pride march down in huntington like i didn't know we needed one um you know and then um the uh of course it's gay pride month right now so of course you've got the uh the uh the people that are always pulling like well how come we don't have a straight pride like we did, i didn't know we needed one you know like California I mean, is full of pride you guys are so proud of <laughs> right dude it's like and it's like and and they got a new flag now the the, the j a l b g t q a e i o u l m n o p community fucking like they got like even more i mean how many colors don't, do you need don't 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 offend people on the show. That's not. That's not. I'm the not way offending anyone. I'm just I, wondering I promise, how many letters do you need? I, I promise you, you're offending them right now. <laughs> um, no, I mean you guys. You guys are uh, a, a well diverse society in California. You guys have a little bit of everybody out there, man. So, so you, you would think full of it pride. would be a little more uh, like kind of live and let live. But no, dude, we got a shit ton of rednecks out here too. Like sometimes I'm just like, are we in fucking Alabama? You know? Yeah, you're oh, Orange in Southern California. Is, yeah, Orange County and South. I don't. I don't mess with that part of California. There's still flying the Trump flags. Pretty racist down there. Pretty racist. But anyway, I don't want to talk about racism. That's boring. Is all fuck. So you got a new uh, comedy special out. Let's talk about I something do. fun. Right. Funny. That was pretty good. Um, I don't want to give pretty away good, too much. Pretty good. <laughs> too much. But um, I do want to say I would have loved to have seen your face when you were doing some of the old man stuff. I don't want to give away too much. I don't want to give away too much. But yeah, you know, um, a lot of what I do, you've seen me live. A lot of what yeah. I do is the facial expressions on stage. So, um, but here's the thing. It was just kind of, here's what happened. Uh, I'm sure you heard the intro. Well, we were planning on shooting. I talked to you about this a couple years ago. We were planning on shooting like at the Whiskey on Sunset, doing like a big right. special again. And then, of course, you know, COVID came by and like, hey, no, you're not filming anything anywhere. Um, and so basically, I was like, you know what, let's take one of my, I'm always recording my road gigs. And uh, I'm like, let's just turn one into an album, you know? And uh, and it came out great. I really, really enjoyed it. Um, the, the everything, you know, the, the, the sound and, and the, the artwork, the cover, the guys that worked on it, Brett uh, Gilbert and Jason Roby really helped me a lot. Um, it, it just, you know, it, it was, to me, it was kind of cool because it was like an old school comedy album like that you remember you used to get on vinyl back in the day like your Richard Pryor, your George Carlin and stuff like that so actually we're gonna have it pressed in vinyl as well uh but I do have some footage of that show so I can get it to you um but yeah, yeah dude it's and the funny thing up. is just even a little clip here and there would be kind of cool all of it's like like dude I, I mean it's every day gets where she's like every day you get worse you turn into your fucking dad and your grandpa every day I'm like just I get so pissed off like it's shit like I mean I I, I see a kid on a skateboard Going down Sunset, I just want to beat him with the skateboard. You know, I'm like, get the fuck off the goddamn sidewalk, fucking kids and your damn skateboard. And uh, and then you know, with the fireworks, you know, it's you're yelling at the kids for for fireworks and 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 driving fast. And it's you know, it's just like, what the fuck? I used to be cool, man. And uh, now it's just I'm pissed off at at everybody. And uh, I mean, I've always been pissed off, but like, this is just like. Like I used to be the kid on the skateboard. I used to be the kid hauling ass doing 90 miles an hour around that turn. And 
So what happened? No, it's like God damn it. What made I don't you know. change? I think the weight of the the weight of the world. You know, when you when you when you realize the world crushes your spirit and turns you into a crabby old man. I'm thinking that's what happened. You know, uh, when uh, when they when you realize that it was all lies that they told you growing up that if you if you sacrificed and worked hard and 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 you can do anything you want and you'll be rich and blah 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 and the internet's a fucking lie. So, so, you know, so basically, it's, it's, basically, you're just disappointed because you didn't get to cash in on your white privilege check. So now you're gonna take it out on all the kids, right? Fucking yeah, I didn't I didn't get my white privilege. I look in the mail every day for my white privilege check. It doesn't come. Um, would be nice though. Uh, yeah, fucking speaking of white privilege, fuck, I was down in San Diego for a while. Man, is it nice down there? And I, and I, I come back to Hollywood and uh, I got back um, Friday morning early. And I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna go hike up Runyon. I haven't, I have not been up Runyon Canyon um, in like a year. And you know me, I used to hike up there all the time running around. And uh, I didn't even make it. Uh, I spent a little bit of time down in San Diego. And it's so nice and, and clean and like people are friendly and they wave to you and say hello and and i didn't make it i don't even think it was a quarter mile outside my pad before i had to step over some crackhead that was laying he can't even go can't even sleep they, they can't even sleep along the sidewalk anymore they got to go across you got to step over them and then some guy's peeing on the pink pepper thailand <laughs> restaurant on the wall in the middle of the day not even trying to hide it just pissing all over the wall and I'm like, God damn, dude! It might be time to get out of here. But uh, it's getting it's getting crazy around here with the with the homeless stuff, and, and, and I mean, like, real, real out of hand, bad to where it's dangerous. Um, so Hollywood might not be the place for for a while. I might be coming over there to, to see you. And uh, I heard I heard somebody we were... was telling me that um, maybe I was in a different pod I was listening to, or I don't remember where I heard it. Maybe somebody was telling me this. Um, actually, yeah, I was in London a couple weeks ago and somebody was telling me they bus people to LA from other states, homeless people. I don't, they, I don't know. They're, they're, it, they're, it could they're be. sending them there. It wouldn't that's surprise they, me too, because it's, they were discussing that like, well, you know, was sending people. It wouldn't, it wouldn't, it wouldn't surprise me dude, because it's, when was the last time you're in, in California? Shit, I don't know. That was six years ago, maybe four. Okay. About five, six years okay, ago. Okay, so the stretch down Sunset now and everywhere else, tents everywhere. I'm not talking about just on Skid Row anymore or under the underpass. Mm. I'm talking about there are tents everywhere in Los Angeles. And, and it's got to the point where it's yeah, not that's, even just... Yeah, that's been that way. It has been, but no, dude, every day it gets worse. And now, now these motherfuckers, not just the tent, now they're collecting furniture. You go down Sunset and these motherfuckers got full-on family room furnished like on the sidewalk with a rug and a coffee table and they're sitting there like like you're watching TV in your bedroom. Like, motherfucker. Yeah, I would be too. That's the real, real world. You're watching Hollywood live. You're just sitting on your sofa on the sidewalk. Yeah, it just, uh, yeah. And then maybe that's another reason I'm, I'm pissed off all the time too. But I, I thought it came through great on the, on the album. I, uh, I'm glad you enjoyed it, you know, because it's... Uh, when somebody that actually knows me, because everybody that knows me is honest with me, nobody will patronize me. Um, please and tell so I'm me that, really that, good feedback. Please tell me that shit about the text message didn't really happen. Don't, it don't did. That's, away. A, that's the true uh, story. That's a true story. That is a true story. And when you guys uh, get get the Rockford file, when you get it on iTunes, Spotify, Amazon, or one of the other nine million streaming sites it's available on. Um, that text message story I tell at the end is absolute <laughs> truth. And um, 
it's just it's it's funny because it's so true because when that happened I, you know how like on the group text it, the little bar used to go across uh, the phone. Don't, like, don't, don't, oh. don't give away too much. Don't give away. Yeah, too like much. all the like, <laughs> like oh. But um, no. yeah, man, no, it's, it was it was cool and um, yeah. So and like for like I said, for you vinyl fans out there, I'm gonna be pressing it in vinyl. Just kind of that's kind of for me my own thing, you know, just like to add to my collection of, of classic right. comedy albums. Um, but now we are um, now the the main goal is to finish the book that I've started working on and and then maybe start um firing up the stand-up again i i i dude it's uh it's really weird because things are starting to reopen around here the comedy clubs are coming back um and i haven't been on stage since march 15th of last year um because as you well know once i i do a special and release that material i just don't do it again anymore mm. so the whole process of having to i have a lot of stuff written but it, it's the process of okay now you take it to some shithole dive bar you work it out uh then you take it to the clubs and you work it out again and then you just keep working and keep working um but yeah things are getting back back to normal here uh june 15th we're supposed to be fully opened uh but cal is saying that um some places i guess the employees still have to wear masks like the bars or i don't know restaurants but um it's it's nice that um you know uh it's getting it's getting back man and then uh you know it's uh it's been a long year and uh mm. it's when you, did, you know it's when you did your special did you um do that before lockdown then or was that a recent yeah recording? that was that was no that was done before the uh like i said we did it before covid we knew what covid was and like i said i had a bank of road shows and i'm like let's just turn one into an album and um so you know so what uh, would you sorry did you had you planned to do it from your hometown then all along or was it just that one you know was the best no, energy you, or was we, it no we just plan, we plan on doing it at the whiskey on sunset um right and uh and they they had a great price they were you know what's really funny uh quick backstory you know i don't i don't really care for the politics of of the comedy clubs here in la and whatnot um contacted a few of the comedy clubs uh, the big ones here, you know, you guys all know what they are, Comedy Store and Brav, Laugh Factory, stuff like that, about filming there. And they wanted some ungodly amount of money to film at these places. And I get it that, like, you're the world-famous Comedy Store and blah, 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 blah. But, like, um, the way we do a special when we film at a club is generally we'll go in and film before they do their shows on a Saturday night. You know what I'm saying? So it's not like they're missing out on, on any shows. Like if they open at eight for a show, we go in and film at five or whatever. So it's all done and set and wrapped and they can have their normal night. Um, so basically it's just extra money for them. So I uh, I was like, fuck you guys. I'm not giving you fucking money, you know? <laughs> so, um, you know, it's, I'm like, I thought it'd be really cool to to play the Whiskey A Go-Go. I mean, how cool is that on the strip? Um, I contacted them and they were like the most hospitable, entertainer friendly people I've ever talked to. You know, they, they, they didn't want well, it's a, it's any a music money. Venue. And, right? But it's I mean, they, different. it was it was really cool. And, and uh, big shout out to all the guys uh, at the Whiskey and at the Rainbow because they're back now. And, uh, uh, you know, the Rainbow parking lot now is is all patio dining. It's kind of funny here. You know, be, I'm wondering how long that's going to last because every parking lot is a restaurant now. Um, hopefully, uh, but we started sitting inside a couple months ago and uh, she... Came down to San Diego. We did a little weekend down there, and uh, she sat at the bar. My chick did for the, the first time. We counted the days: 433 days since <laughs> she sat at mm. a bar. And 
but uh yeah it's 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 really nice but then again you know a lot of stuff that's coming back like the traffic and and all this bullshit like like i want to keep all the good parts of the pandemic like you know and then like and just get rid of the bad parts um because there was some of it that was really cool like hey no traffic hey you know um stay home drink beer be a hero fuck yeah i can do that um so what do you think sorry. the club scene is going to be like then with regards to working uh for you because if you've been off for so long from stand-up how's it gonna feel to be back on stage uh, you know um i've taken a year off before um like I, it, it's kind of funny how it seems to always happen like right when i release a special like when we did bullshit they ended up taking a year off to, to finish that because that was the year that my dad had the stroke and we had to deal with all that bullshit. So it was like, um, I was off, off the stage for a year. Um, it's the only thing that's really different about it is, is um, it's kind of hard to explain. You've got good material, right? And generally you shoot a special or you release an album or whatever. And that material is tried and tested and it's great and people love it, right? So that's that's your last time on stage. You were crushing it okay well now you got to go back with all new stuff and you think that like it's the bomb i'm like dude i worked on this in the bathroom mirror and it is fucking funny you know and then you go to the club and you do it and you get the crickets and you're like you fucking cocksuckers you know last time i was up here you were just like yeah so there's that part of it dude because i mean you know this shit's great at the house i mean i if if everything that i had written or tried over the years i'd probably have nine million hours worth of material <laughs> but you know as you well know not all of it is uh funny to everybody or anybody so but you know I'm, I'm sitting here writing stuff and i'm pissing myself laughing practicing this stuff in the mirror and then i'm like i take it to the club and you're like you're like you suck well, okay well that doesn't work. so do you think do you think that it's the content that is going to suffer the most or do you think it's going to be more about like your delivery timing and stuff like that because when i listened to your your most recent project and this is why i was was um was really hoping to be watching it because when I watched you do stand up in person and one of the things that I always enjoyed about it is that you have great stage presence like you're really comfortable on stage and you can tell a lot of comics they don't really have a lot of the same energy and and you know no matter what it is whether it be theater or, or so on people are always going to behave differently but I always liked your stage presence and very few people that I see do stand up bring that to my to the forefront of my attention like um sarah tiana like comedian her sarah tiana i used to go see her do her stuff because we used to work together she's the same way for me like i don't see like the same energy from a lot of female comics not to sound sexist with regards to uh, there being a difference but the energy is in as it's not the energy is not as the same so um right. for her versus some other uh, female comics that i had seen so do you think it'll be like the timing is going to suck or is it just going to be the content is going to be more that what people aren't going to really be feeling because of the time off? Um, you know, I don't know because I, I'm not a, one of these comedians that, um, you know, a lot of guys get their notes and they'll go to some crap open mic and, and start building their material at that point. Mine is, is, uh, I lay the groundwork at the house, dude. I, I, I practice it in front of the mirror before I even bring it to the shittiest dive bar open mic you could find the plant. Like it's, it's not just off the cuff. This shit's practiced and ready to go. And um, so, I don't know. I think the timing might be a little bit rusty. Um, 
but getting back to like the stage persona, that's because I, I try to um, give people a show and that doesn't matter where I'm playing. It doesn't matter if it's at the Liquid Zoo in Van Nuys or if it's at the comedy store or whatever. I'm, I'm trying to put on kind of a rock concert. You know what I'm saying? Um, just because to me as a comedy fan, you know, I mean, unless there's certain comics I like to just watch and they make me laugh. They're sitting on the stool and they just talk and, you know, but like if, if you really watch like, uh, like Chris Rock or uh, even Richard Pryor back in the day, George Carlin, they're stomping all over the place. They're, you know what I'm saying? They're, they're, they're giving you a show, uh, which is what I try to do as well. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, we'll see, man. I'll keep you posted because uh, like I said, right now I'm, I'm trying to wrap up this book and, uh, and get that out for the holidays. So, you know, what's the book about stuffer. everything? It's just really about oh, it's um, a fucking massive book. You guys you make sure you uh, <laughs> it's, it's thick. <laughs> go buy it with um, your pickup truck. <laughs> right. No, I just, you know, I just I've always wanted to do one. Um, and I just couldn't figure out for one, how to start it for two, what it should be about uh, for three. Just like what, who, who writes a book? And then it turns out. Everybody um, writes a book. Everyone's right? got a story. It's not, you just sit down and start. And uh, yeah. basically, I just kind of started when the with the pandemic. I got a chapter on that. And then it'll go into um, uh, a, a story about, um, you know, banging a chick in the Salt River in Phoenix. And then I got a chapter on pizza and, and uh, a chapter on shooting homeless people. Just stuff like that. Like um, It's just all over the place, but it's just kind of like, it's basically, I would have to say, the best way to describe it is different than my stand-up because it's kind of just a trip inside my brain where I'm just sitting down and typing. And the nice thing I have found about writing a book rather than stand-up, stand-up, you got to constantly be um, aware of the fact that you need to hit punchline, 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 punchline. With the book, you, just, you, you, could, you can use as many words as you want. You know what I'm saying? So it's, it's kind of cool. Um, I'll send you what I have so far. You know, you can read it on the train when you're uh, commuting back and forth between your <laughs> Oscar-winning acting jobs. <laughs> uh, Does the train even go to where you are? Of course the train goes to where I am. Where do you think I live? Like on a, I don't know. You told of... me you moved way out to the sticks. Yeah. I had to get more space and get away from people. I wanted to have a little more quiet in my life. So, so you would hate Hollywood right now. <laughs> you no. go insane. I've got friends out here that are actually moving out there. Um, Really? Really, really soon. Yeah. Uh, there's three of them. They're getting a house. Uh, they're going to buy a house out there. And because um, those are cheap right now in LA. Yeah. Well, I would assume that the housing market would probably go down at some point soon because um, so many people are losing so, their houses. Dude, it is so completely insane out here with the housing market. Um, perfect example. You remember that high rise uh, on Hollywood and La Brea that's condos? It's kind of like a, a 15 or a 20 story right there, the big white building next to the church. I don't remember. Um, I don't oh, speaking of church, this is, how, this is how bad it is in Hollywood now. The church has freaking armed guards with semi-automatic weapons, but we'll get to that in a second. Um, when I like In 05, I went in that building just to see what the condos might be. Two bedroom, two bath, 1,200 square feet. It's full amenities, you know, with the pool and the doorman and all that stuff. And, Blah blah blah. They wanted like three fifty for the condos. Now now they're they're pushing nine to a million. And I'm like, it that's just it's crazy, dude. Everywhere in Southern California is stupid unaffordable right now. But uh mm. yeah, I was walking towards running and I see an armed 
guard at a church. And I'm like, what is going on? Um, we got guys carrying semi-autos at the grocery stores now, security. Um, yeah, dude, it's, it's, from my understanding, is, is Hollywood's getting back to the way it was in the 90s. But at least back then, it was affordable. You know what I'm saying? That was just, it was crazy. But um, good news, I know you, you were talking about, if I can completely train wreck and change the subject, I wanted to mention this. Um, you've never been to Irv's Burgers in Hollywood? No. I don't eat red meat, really, it's, so... Oh, um, Irv's, Irv's Burgers. Anyway, it was a, a burger stand from the 40s on right. Santa Monica Boulevard. I don't know if you remember seeing it. Just a little walk-up counter with a couple tables. Trying uh, to find it online stand. right now. Yeah, take a look. Irv's Burgers, West Hollywood. And uh, we were big fans of the place. And a little Korean lady named Sonia owned it. And she, rather than give you a number or a ticket, she would just draw your picture on a paper plate. That's how she knew who was getting what. And uh, so then the landlord got shitty with her. She had been there for a million years or whatever, and, uh, and she had to find a new location. She did. And that landlord um, got shitty with her, and she just threw in the towel and closed down in 2018. Well, she texted me a couple weeks ago. She's like, hey, I'm having a pop-up um, this Friday at this restaurant where she's going to be serving her classic cheeseburgers and fries and cold beer and stuff. And we're like, oh, yeah, we'd love to go. We got on there and it turns out she's got a new partner now. Um, they're gonna reopen Irv's in September um, with a new partner. Uh, and the, this is the best part. The new location mm -hmm. is right next to her old location. So she can tell the old owner to fuck off. So um, really excited about that dude. Cause they're really, it's, it's one of the last mom and pop shop, burger shops, you know, and, uh, and she's a great lady. And for those of you who live in Los Angeles and you're listening, Irv's is coming back. And, it, and to me, it's the best cheeseburger in LA. So, you know. It's uh, mm. it ain't as good as Big Kahuna Burger, but um, <laughs> you know well, that's cool. That's that's good that they're coming no, it's, back because I know that they were saying that something like seventy five percent of businesses in L A. won't be reopening after COVID. Um, you know all all that other stuff aside from what you said about about uh, you know her landlord issues, but so yeah, that's that's good news. It's always good to have good. Yeah, news we've seen a lot of places. What's it? What's it like over there though with the businesses? Is is stuff closing down or is it is it reopening or I mean like are there uh, places that are just not coming back in Europe? No stuffs. I mean there's really there's there's stuff there that went under that was going under anyway, but nothing you know. COVID was the final straw. I don't know. Yeah, COVID might. Yeah, have we, been no, we've it might have been a lot of places. It yeah. might have been more of an out um, than the last straw, but yeah, no, we have. A million places out here that just aren't coming back and mm. um even like in west hollywood which you know is a pretty uh gay community over there santa monica boulevard there so of course they had a bazillion bars and restaurants and there was a lot of them that just aren't you, you drive down and it's, it's just like there's not they're not coming back they're plywood it up done you know so it's kind of sad because um you know that the place is always jumping and like with the sunset strip too and uh but you know we'll see man um well, that's but what I'm I mean really by real by, by by prices being so high as, that it's a surprise because it's so empty. I would assume that prices would naturally just drop because there's a surplus of real apartments estate and condos. Yes. Mm -hmm. Well, here's the funny thing, dude. Um, there's a place, uh, apartment building we looked at years ago. It's called um, God. I can't anyway, it's a big, huge complex over here in Hollywood with the the pool and all that stuff and the full amenities. Really, really nice and. We went to look at it when it opened up 
and I think there's like eight billion units in it or something stupid like that. But uh, and for the two bedroom, they wanted five thousand dollars, right? Okay, and this is years ago, right? They wanted like five or four four thousand, right? And it's empty. Half the building is freaking empty, and we offered them a certain amount of rent for the month. You know, like, hey, we'll we'll sign a lease. We'll pay you this much for the two bedroom. They're like, no. And I'm like, wouldn't you rather have this than? It's not like there's a waiting list to get in here. Half your building is empty. You know what I'm saying? My understanding uh, in the little limited research I've done, and I hate using that word because another thing the past year has taught me that research used to mean research. Now it just means, I just, anything that pops in my head is a fucking dumb hillbilly watching YouTube videos. But anyway, um, there's some loophole. It used to be you couldn't, you couldn't write off empty apartments or empty real estate on your taxes or something like that. Now, some some something they figured out where they don't care if it's empty or it's rented out or not they i i don't know dude but like all these buildings keep popping up in hollywood brand apartments they're half empty they want all this money to rent them out nobody's renting them and they do the average price of a, of a two-bedroom right now around here now keep in mind there's people smoking meth on the sidewalk and taking a shit in the bushes is about thirty five hundred dollars yeah, my old stupid. place in the hills is going for four thousand dollars a month, right? Now. <laughs> right. Yeah. And they've it's they've crazy. remodeled it. To be fair, they remodeled the whole house, and um, they've expanded it from a one bedroom with a unfinished storage stash area to two bedroom with another bath. But um, it's I used to live there for under eight hundred a month, everything included. So <laughs> there's no way oh, yeah, it's worth the- four thousand right now. You remember, man, I can't remember. Did you ever come to my first apartment? No, um, I've never been there. Okay, well, anyway, it was a two-bedroom in 05. Uh, two-bedroom, two-bath, uh, big place. Um, I think when we, we moved in there, it was like uh, 1400 or something a month. And like now they painted it or something like that. I, I walk by it every now and then and uh, 29. And I'm like, what the fuck? You know, it's like, what did you what did you add in there? You didn't add anything. You didn't put a pool in or anything like that. But it's just crazy out here. And uh, and the more time I spend down in San Diego, the more that we're playing with that idea of, of moving down there. Um, you know, mm. and uh, it's it's so nice. Um, oh, and good news too, by the way. Uh, we watched uh, Wrigley learn how to swim a couple weeks ago down there in the in the water. Yeah, she swims in water. Of course she does. But I mean, like it was in the the ocean inlet. That was cool because she was terrified of water when we got her. Right on. What's the comedy scene like in San Diego? Well, when I first started out here in LA, it was basically the comedy store in La Jolla and then maybe some one-nighters that you could go down and and play sports bars and stuff like that for some some dough. So it was kind of cool. You could go down there and and make a little bread. But... um, over the years, the comedy scene there has really, really uh, exploded, I guess, for lack of better terms. They have a lot of comedy clubs now down there. Um, they have a lot of comedy shows putting on at different places. Um, so that's that's good. And you have a, a good talent pool because you're so close to LA that nobody minds doing the two hour drive down there to, to play it. Um, so that's, that's one plus. Um, and Another thing too, I don't know about you, but most of my auditions now for any commercials or acting jobs or anything like that are generally self-tape at the house, you know? Um, yeah, which we I, do a lot I really of mostly like. self, it's mostly self-tapes here as well. You know what? The only thing I don't like about them though, I mean, I book stuff off them. The only thing I don't like about them, when you go into audition, 
if they wanted it a different way, they can tell you and you can adapt. You know what I'm saying? But to me, the self tapes, you're just kind of rolling the dice. Like I hope, you know, I, I always try to send in two different, two or three different looks and reads. But, you know, if, if, if that's not what they're looking for, they're not going to email you and say, hey, can you do it different? You know, they got, they got 8 billion tapes to look at. Right, right. So um, that's the only thing. But yeah, dude, I mean, you've been out of San Diego. It's fucking bitching down there. Um, yeah, I've so, there once. And that was just a work. Oh, really? I, was, I wasn't really hanging out now. Yeah, see, that's the thing too, man. Like, I would, like, I'm, I'm, I, I love Los Angeles. You know, I love, I do, but at the same time, I'm like, I'm kind of getting over it. You know, <laughs> and it's like, um, it's been 16 years, and you know me, I've lived in seven, eight different states or whatever it is. So I would, uh, you know, I'm kind of getting the edge to maybe go somewhere else. But my, my thing is the weather too. If you want perfect weather, there, there goes the, the, the window of places you can go really shrinks. It's like, okay, I can go to Greece. Spain, San Diego. <laughs> All right, cool. Mm. Let's, uh, you know, uh, LA is dead, man. I don't, I don't think New York is gonna ever come back the same. It'll come back, but it won't be the same. Um, LA will come back, but it won't be the same. Um, yeah, so we'll move. Might be what's up. I would obviously, I would move. First chance I get, I'm always happy to go somewhere. I might end up in China before you know it. In China. Yeah, why not? Is that what you said? China? Yeah. I don't even think we're allowed yeah. over there, are we? <laughs> I thought... <laughs> I didn't know if like, Americans were allowed in there. Sure. Um, sure. You've been to so Greece, been... haven't you? No, I've not been to Greece. No. You've been to Spain? I've been to Spain. I thought you were in Spain. Right now. I've never been to Spain, but I kind of like the music. Oh. Ah, with the Three Dog Night reference. No, I don't know that reference. I missed it. Sorry. <laughs> you know, three dog, three dog night. No man. The band Three um, Dog Night. I know of the band. I don't know the reference that you're throwing my way though. I'm There's not... a song called "Never Been to Spain." Oh. oh. Moving on. <laughs> um, no, um, San Diego is nice. I went there once, but I don't. Oh, so you're going to be giving up most of like your acting work then, or because that's. I mean, you're not going to be able know, to hop into a studio audition. I don't think we'll be doing self-tapes forever. I mean, it's, I think it's. Well, who knows? Um, they were doing a little bit of self-tape even before the pandemic. Um, but the thing is, at least it's close. It's two hours away, uh, of course, in traffic four. But yeah, um, that's what I'm saying. That's you not know, very. It's, uh, it's not like moving convenient. to Phoenix. Yeah, but then, you know, I don't know, man. Um, like I said, we we're also looking over there at. Uh, you know, Marina Del Rey or something like that. But even even um, Venice is awful. Like it's just with the homeless and stuff like that, dude. It's just it's, it's a, not a good scene in LA right now. Um, Why don't you go to Texas? You know, it's, it's you got too much family in California or what? Because uh, I don't want to live in Texas. Why not? Um, I just don't. I have no and no aspirations to live there whatsoever. Um, I don't even think I'm allowed in Dallas. Um, after that little incident at the airport, you remember that. Um, some reason you can't be drunk with a bunch of guns at the fucking Dallas Fort Worth airport. Uh, mm. They got some bullshit laws. Um, but uh, yeah, no, I just Texas never appealed to me. Um, it just hasn't. I, I, I like Southern California a lot, man. I really do. I like the. To me, the good outweighs the bad. But just right now, I, I would. Way I'm saying it, dude, is it was so perfect for us here for a minute there, you know, in Hollywood. 
uh, with they cleaned it up. It was affordable, and uh, there was a lot to do, a lot of opportunity, a lot of great restaurants. And I'm not blaming the pandemic on any of this shit. This shit was happening be way before this uh, COVID thing hit. So we'll see, man. I uh, I'm sure I'll end up here the rest of my life auditioning for Pizza Guy number two. <laughs> um, you know, on some sitcom or tow truck driver number five uh, for a Ford commercial. That's it. Whatever, you got to find the life something. We chose, man. You got to find something more fulfilling than that to make you make you uh, feel feel happy about what you're doing. So you know you what can I like find doing that nothing. in San Diego. Nothing. <laughs> um, you need to hit the number the if you want to do nothing. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, dude. Like the, the, you know, I was watching Office Space. Like this is more about my dream of doing nothing. But, but yeah, that's uh, yeah, the Powerball would be nice, man. I'd be, I just, I would just travel, hang out, and, uh, and tell some jokes here and there, and that'd be about it. But who knows? Maybe, uh, maybe this album takes off, sells some bazillion copies. Once again, it's called The Rockford File by Jonas Garvin. That's The Rockford File, available on Pandora, Spotify, Amazon, or wherever finer comedy is streamed. Um, so I say go to you ahead guys go find it download it yes listen to that shit it's funny i don't want to tell too get much but i was laughing my ass off listening to it and you didn't you didn't get too deep into the politics which is good because that's always like a crowd a crowd splitter for sure and um it was punchy and uh, i liked it i laughed I, I'm trying to think of, I don't see, I don't want to give away because I, I do that. I you can give away a little bit. It's like opening one present on Christmas Eve. Well, I did. Uh, the, text, the text message one is what, what fucked me up the most. I think when I was listening to that one, I was, because as you were talking through it, I'm like, oh yeah, this is real. Like I, I totally see this <laughs> happening. And I was like, oh man. Because you know me, I'm sitting end, at the house all drunk up, <laughs> you know, oh, just man. all loaded, answering like, a text message. Like audibly, yeah. I went, oh, shit, like out loud while I was listening to it yesterday. I was like, oh, man. Well, you should have so. seen the uh, the responses I got from some some of the family. Like, it's like, uh, you know, <laughs> like, you right. know, when, when, when grandma's hitting you up. <laughs> yeah, no, your holidays with right? that family are forever fucked. You can forget it. That's a wrap. The thing like, is, they're so like cool. <laughs> they, they, they just laugh about it. They give me shit about it. Uh, you know, that's, that's, that's it's a uh, that's a hard one. So yeah, go download his stuff, guys. It, yeah, I did, man. I did. I did a lot. So um, thanks for joining me. And good luck in San Diego if you decide to go, man. I'll definitely come down there and visit you. I've got people in San Diego. Um, right on. Well, when, you you plan anything back to the States anytime soon? Not till maybe the next couple months, but I'll be in Detroit. I won't be in L.A. So. Okay, well, if you get to so. Detroit, let me know because I've never been there. And... Um, I need a reason to go. So, um, <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to go in the dogs. <laughs> I'm trying to go in the summer because I always go in the winter, you know, because my mom's birthday coincides with a Thanksgiving trip, so it's a two bird type thing. But I want yeah. to go when it's when it's warmer, but it's like Chicago ish, but um, it's because it's very humid there, which I'm not really looking forward to. So that's that pushes me towards more of an autumn visit, which is better. The best well, time just to go make there sure anyway. that that uh, either there's a Lions game going on or a Tigers game going on. Cause I like to scratch that uh, Comerica park. Is it in Detroit that the Tigers play at? Um, I like to scratch that ballpark off the bucket list. Speaking of uh, Chicago, I don't know if you noticed the Cubs are in first place right now. So no, watch um, baseball. We, have, we don't have baseball over here. So uh, <laughs> cricket. we don't, we don't have baseball. 
um let me let me wrap this up guys don't forget to rate review subscribe um tell a friend to tell a friend and i'll holler at you guys when i holler at you jonas garvin check him out at jonasgarvin.com and at real jonas garvin thanks for joining me sir thanks for having me brother good talking to you man